All right, welcome back to the What on Earth podcast. As of today, it is December 21st, 2019. You guys may be listening to this in the future. That's the day just we recorded it on. Yeah, you know what? If Although, you got... Hmm? If this is the year-end episode, then I don't know, maybe we should release this one sooner rather than... No, later. no, no, we, we are, but either way, it would still be in the future. Well, yeah, I mean, they didn't... It's not live. We're not live right now. Yeah, I know, but... Hi, future people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to a year-old episode right now. One year ago, this episode was filmed. Or recorded. How does that feel? If you're listening to it, I guess, December 21st of 2020. Yeah, I have a prediction. It will not snow on Christmas. Next year? No, this upcoming Christmas. This one? Yeah. It will, um... But it will snow on New Year's Eve. Uh-oh. And, and, um, oh God. Oh, I can't think of another prediction. I'm sorry. I was going to make another prediction, like, ex-celebrity dies of a heroin overdose. <laughs> but, like, I can't. I don't want to, you know. Yeah. I'm going to leave that one alone. Let's steer away from that particular one. Anyways, today we're here to talk about our year in review, 2019, and uh, what we expect for 2020. Yeah. How would you rate 2019? It was all right. Yeah. It was a year of putting in a lot of work. That's what it was. I think. I think so. But, okay, did you have a bad 2016? Everyone I talked to seemed to have a really bad 2016. That was one of the worst years of my life. Me too. And, but like, we were affected by a particular incident together. Your Lucas died. Yeah. So like, that was a obviously a huge turning point in our lives. But like, also other people we, or like that I talked to who had nothing, like, had no connection to our friend. Like he, uh, like they they Did all died within with the same year. Was that the same year? I don't think so. I think it was the year before. I think you're right. But, uh... Yeah, because he was one year older, too. Yeah. But, uh... Oh, my God. What was I saying? Oh, people who had no connection to this incident even said that they had a really bad 2016. I remember. I just remember on New Year's, we were... Because it was on New Year's when I think we found out. Yeah. You know, we were all... We all got together. We were just all talking about what a terrible year it was. It was such a bad year. But, like... Yeah, that was... That, I think that may have been the worst year of my life, to be honest. It was bad, yeah. Anyways, that's why 20, 2019 is like a, I don't know, it's like a solid like 6.5 out of 10 or something. Or like a 6. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It would be hard for me to assess it as far, like, I don't know. It's good to be, 2019 was a good, it was better than 2016 for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure, easily. Like you know, for me, and you. Yeah, 2016 was like a 0.5. Yeah, it was it was a bad one. It was I I I don't know. I find it hard to put numbers on these things, but it was a horrible year. That was just bad. Yeah, these aren't exact. Bad, painful year. These aren't like ex- precisely calculated numbers, but they're yeah, yeah. It's like what I feel in the moment. Like it was like a point five. Did anything good happen that year in twenty sixteen? I don't even remember a lot of like the stuff that happened. I Same. just remember some significant things. You know. Yeah, that's rough. I'm sure we had some. Some decent times as well. But uh, 2019's... Do you remember how it started out for you? Did we, did we do something for New Year's? 2019. Um, how did it start out for you? On a positive note? It did start positive. Yeah? Yeah, it was a good start. The January, February, I was on my like 
I was on point on my goals, like everything. Started out pretty good. Like with you know, it's overall though. It hasn't been a terrible year, I would say. No, I learned a lot this year, but yeah, it was just more one of those years where you just put in a lot of work. I put a lot of work into learning this year. I think this was a progress year. I agree. I very much agree. That's why it it wasn't like a fantastic one, but you know, made a little bit of progress. Hopefully, and I'd be fine for like a, you know, a number of those years in a row. That's probably what it's going to be. Like a number of years of making progress and... I want to do more next year. The thing is, I want, maybe if, if it'll, it will be progress years in a row, but I want it to be a snowball effect. You know, I want the progress to amplify and build up, you know, into something like a big, big snowball from one of those little snowballs, yeah. you know, well, that you that's what it, a street sign. But it takes more than a year. It's going to take like... For for all these things to amplify, you know. Uh, of course, but I'm just saying, impact wise, if you're to take it and like, put a magnitude to it, I want to make, I want the magnitude to be greater for 2020 than it was for 2019. Oh, I see what I you're make more, I because do more, you because know? you've learned a lot this year. You want to build on what I you want the knowledge to compound. Yeah, you you want to build on what you've learned this year in 2020, and. Yes. At the same time, use what you've learned. Okay, I see what you're saying. I agree. That is the goal for everyone. Sadly, most people don't. You know, I mean, like health-wise, how was your year? Health-wise, my year was good. Yeah. The only thing is I eat uh, a little too much sugar sometimes. But uh, overall, I'm having <laughs> quite enjoy happy. enjoy the sweets. Yeah, <laughs> I enjoy some. <laughs> I have a little bit of a sweet tooth at times. But overall, like, you know, I'm good. Workout regimen-wise, I'm fine. You know, I'm doing pretty good on that, in that front. I'm happy, you know, I'm just overall happy health-wise. I'm glad to hear it. And we're, uh, yeah, like 2020, do you have any goals with that? Like, what are your goals, like, A lot of them are dinner dinner parties. I want to start, like, actually doing, uh, I want to make a decent amount of paper with dinner parties. Over 2020? Yeah, not necessarily. When I say make a decent amount, like make a decent amount of money, I don't mean like make in my pocket. But I want money. I want cash flow. I'm trying to, you know, we're right now going into 2020. We're starting out. We've got th- three gigs. Yeah. You know, there's three that we've sold, and we're not. These aren't. Well, that's good. Put it into context. How long have you been doing this? What like three months? months? Three. Yeah. About three. That's dude. That's nothing. That's fucking nothing. Feels well. The thing is, three months is still a long time. Though. It's no, not. it's not. Three months is nothing. <laughs> well, for you okay. know, you know this. I don't know. For when you're starting a business like that, I, I don't subscribe to the idea that things should take a super long time. I, I try and do it as fast as we can. You know, I, I, it's not a terribly long time, but yeah, I mean, it yeah. depends what you're it's talking still, about. I'm gonna scold you. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking scold it's you. Not, all right, I'll agree with you that it's very early in the stage of the business. Yeah, you can't rush things. No, don't you can't rush them, but you can do them smartly so they're done faster. Yes, but I'm saying don't like sell out on sell out long term progress on short term. Absolutely, the quality of the service cannot be compromised even in the slightest, right? But that, and that's why we're doing these five dinner parties. There's five, we're doing five what we call beta dinner parties, and it's called we call it beta because it's like the beta testing stage, you know, before the actual product is developed. So we're trying to perfect the service before we go and actually start making money on it 
So yeah, right now, with the five dinner parties that we're doing, we agreed, that me and Noah agreed that we do five dinner parties at a hugely discounted rate. By hugely discounted, it's like we don't, char- we, we don't make any money ourselves. We charge for the cost of the food, like all the groceries, and the wine. So people are basically paying for what they're putting on the table, and that's it. The labor even is free. We're doing the labor for free. I hugely, hugely appreciate um, that. Like, it's just, it's a fantastic idea. And that's what I would have done in your shoes as well to get experience over money first. And so many people don't understand that. They think, like, I need to be paid right now. Well, the thing is, if I, I really didn't want to do that because oh. I don't want to go charge, for, like, m- a lot of money for something that we haven't perfected or even come close to perfecting. Yeah, The yeah. whole thing is, like, with business, it should be a value exchange. You know, they say in business, there should be no favors. Someone should go buy a product because they want it, and they're adding a, that much value to it. Like, you know, they're adding a hopefully a value greater than what they're paying for mm-hmm. you know and that's the thing we're not at that stage yet we do have like we do have a chef who's capable of making very good food so it's not nothing but we don't have the whole dinner party like with the dinner party planning process it's not you know fully optimized yet it's not fully like we, it's not even close to where it should be to actually be like a like a international brand or like a, well as far as like business standards are it's nowhere you know we're just starting we're like three months in is incredibly early yeah, that, as far as getting there, we haven't. We got, we just have no. It's not parties. even a baby yet. It's a fucking sperm. Exactly. Sure. <laughs> right. So we're, because we're so early at that stage, it just doesn't make sense to charge these people for it. Because what if it's not the most amazing experience at this? Like we don't. There's so many variables we'll and things out. we won't know until we actually go and host that first dinner party. So we're gonna go do that first one. Then we're gonna go do it again and again and again and again. Is the is my cousin you know, the first one? Uh, we're doing one. So we, your cousin was the first one to contact us. And so t- I, I say it was the first Shout out sale. Taryn and Brad. Yeah, shout out Taryn and Brad. They Thank were the you. first ones Thank to contact. Yeah, thanks for being our first dinner party. You're the first ones to contact us for the lead. You guys were the first to contact us. And then there's another dinner party also. They contacted us after yeah. Taryn and Brad. But they're throwing it a little bit sooner. Like they're throwing it before. But I say I say that Taryn and Brad was the yeah, first. Yeah, making history. Because I, I went to Noah and I told him, like, yo, we just made the first sale that day. So that was, yeah. you know, that was Historic it. Historic from them. Um, that's good. Those are some good goals to have going in there. Like, business-wise and... Will you be wrapping up your degree next year? No. I should be, though. Yeah. I mean, I would be on the same page had I not taken time off school. Dude, I don't know if I even want to go back. Really? Yeah. For real, for real? For real. Well, I don't know. If you okay, you could obviously do that, but the thing is you just have to have a plan. Yeah. Of course. But does anyone have a plan? Like dude, what's the p- no, 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 not like that. No, you need to, like a plan in the sense that you just focusing your time towards some one thing that you've decided, you know, like Yeah. Whether it be working full time or making the podcast full time, whatever it is, just you, you know, it's bad to be indecisive before oh no i'm anything but indecisive that's why it's i don't know okay fine i'm being a bit indecisive about school or not but my my behavior has been showing that i don't want to go back seeing as i've never ever like sante and i did an entire podcast on, on why school is broken and you know, it's just not not a good idea for some people. Some people, it's, it's also you know, what the you're best studying, thing. You know? The thing about school no. is that they just assume that... I, I, I was listening, actually, 
to this really interesting guy talk. He's like a neuroscientist. Name. Jim Quick. He he studies mm. the brain like he he's very very smart. He's very he knows a, he does a lot of cutting edge work in the field of like brain science. You know. Yeah. And so he has a very comprehensive understanding of the brain. And he says the reason why school doesn't teach everybody is because the way people learn things is it's different. Well, no, it, it, you, it's no, there's two components to learning. Number one is you get new information. Like, you know, something that you didn't know before, it's new information that comes in. That's one thing. Okay. But we only remember new information with emotion. Like, if we mm. feel something strong, because when you're in school, that more sense. often than not, you're extremely bored, you know, and being bored is an emotional zero as far as feeling something. Mm-hmm. But when w- once we feel strong emotions and we get like the pairing of us feeling a strong emotion and us getting new information, that creates a long term memory of which we learn. And we, like it, it, it's basically us learning something. That's what he said. And so the whole thing is be some profe- like I'm sure you've been in school before and you've had certain teachers that are are very good. They're like a very probably maybe a very passionate speaker on the topic they're talking about. You Mr. Magni, shout out. Mr. Magni, I never had him, but. You know, they, when they're able to actually, make, like, you go in there and they make you feel something. They make you feel an interest in the topic because they're yeah. passionate about it. They teach it in an interesting way. And that's when we remember. So there's a lot of teachers who just don't have it down as far as, like, teach, they're, they're not passionate about, they're not, like, passionate enough about the topic or whatever it may be. You know, they're just not teaching it in a way of that which invokes emotion from the students. It doesn't, like, they're not a good speaker to that degree. And that's why. That makes sense. That makes a huge amount of sense. <laughs> Like it, it was an interesting theory. I heard I heard him say it, and I thought that's really really interesting because I be- I absolutely believe what he said about new information slash the emotion we like uh, the amount of emotion it makes us feel going in- into being a long term memory. That also makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't know if you learn something new in real life uh, through a tough situation that causes you pain, you're never gonna forget that because of the pain that's attached to it, right? Like these emotions, like. Like that, but that's yeah, one, well, that's that, that's one thing. example. That's yeah. one way of learning. I know, but there's also if you feel an immense amount of joy, if you feel super happy, that's what I mean. Something the, you'll never forget that either. That's, that's one, one example, idea. yeah. But yeah, oh my god, we got sidetracked. But yeah, 2020, like, <clears throat> I don't know what it holds, man. I don't know, I'm excited but I'm so excited. That. It's yeah. gonna be sick, like that. I think 2020 is going to be a, a great year. I think it's going to yeah. be one of the best years of our lives. This may be the greatest, like... Maybe sh- except for 2021, you know? Yeah. I think all, I think it's all, like, going to be good years. I hope so. For a while. But I think this is, like, the best condition I've been in going into a year in a long time. Like, like both physically, mentally, emotionally. Uh, I think I'm feeling better than most of the past years i agree with that me too and the thing is i think it's because we're getting older and more mature it could be it could also just be that you know when you're you you get older you get smarter you know yeah but also like not everyone as they get older you know people our age are not looking at 2020 the same way it's like we kind of have a bit of a different perspective on these things right I well, that's definitely true, especially from a lot of the people that you know. Yeah. That we grew up around, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think our our perspective may be a bit different. Whether that, I don't know where that comes from, but I think that. 
that uh, 2016 was just a huge turning point. The thing is, though, as you get older, like as most people get older, they do start to develop emotional intelligence. Yes, you know, so that but some people never. some people it's a little bit slower as far as them developing it, you know, and it, it some some other people maybe they'll hit it like, oftentimes, I don't know, it takes something for, like people get need to be forced outside of their comfort in order to develop that emotional intelligence, you know, and obviously I can think of some people who. <laughs> Who what? Who haven't, like, they, they've gotten older and the emotional intelligence has not, you know, kept the pace with their age they were getting to. But I don't know, bro. As time progresses, but probably, you know? Yeah. So you have a goal, a monetary... <laughs> how about your monetary goals for 2020? Because I know you're a man who loves his money. I do like money. And I, what do you see with 2020? Um... Well, I'm, the thing is, we started a business three months ago. Yes. Okay? To make a real business, like a proper business that, just to have your whole program set up, your suppliers, the whole chain, everything, you know, there's employees included, you know, when you're actually making money and developing consistent cash flow to build something like that, something crazy like that, it really takes five to seven years. Yeah, I was going to say. So I'm under no delusion. Damn near a do decade. Something like, like that, in, you know, next year. That being said, though, I'm like next year, like this or well, next year, I guess this year almost. <coughs> we're going to be pushing like crazy because we're going to try and. Yeah, it takes five to seven years, but that doesn't mean you can push like crazy and try and get work so hard and so fast and so smart that you get there faster. You know, we're going to be pushing it like crazy, like crazy, crazy. Mm -hmm. And I want to, I do want to start, like, we have these gigs coming up, you know, we're going to probably have done three dinner parties by the time we go into the new year, which is coming up. That's actually two weeks, two, three weeks. But I think that, I don't know, my goal I'm going to say is... Mm. 20 dinner parties? I don't know. So it's something like that, though. For you, though, right now, it's just about getting experience. Oh, uh, yeah. And perfecting the... But getting experience is too general of a goal. Not really. Yeah. Saying getting experience, bro, I could go... It's just... Too, after the fact, like... The thing about a goal is it has to be a little bit more specific. Well, getting experience for dinner parties. Yeah, when but we're going to be doing that. That's the whole thing. Yeah, like... Wait, what kind of experience? You're saying dinner party experience or professional experience? Dinner, like, you're going to need to do a bunch of dinner parties. Oh, yeah, no doubt. To, like, perfect it. Yeah, you got to do that. Are you are you going to um, keep a job, like, on the side just to, like... I don't want to, but maybe. Because I found that's something that's, like, kind of helpful for me. Because I... For those of you that don't know, I do work at a restaurant right now, and, like... I'm not a chef or anything. I, could, I wish I could cook. That's something I really want to learn. That's a 2020 goal. I'm that is a 2020 goal. Down. I, I want that badly. Uh, although I do have a few piled up before that. But uh, I don't know. That's been something that like has helped me kind of be more patient with like not putting... I don't want to put any ads on this podcast yet. Until I grow it a bit more and things like this. I don't know. Just making my money from somewhere else. And yes, I also want to start more businesses in 2020. Because I feel like I still have a bit of time in my day that I can devote to that. Uh, that's another goal that I I want to... I want to start... Like, this is kind of... 
you know, what on earth is is a media company? You know, we're just uh, producing content around things that we enjoy and spreading Would the word. Would you call what on earth a marketing company? No, media company. Right. Yeah, no, definitely not a marketing company at all. Um, but I do want to start a business that's in, like a genuine like business after, you know, like a, you know, like that's in exchange for money and... You want to do a service I, or a product? That's the question. I think that I would feel more comfortable with a service. Really? Yeah. I. The accounting is easier for services, but you don't, you don't have the benefit of like margin. It's, it's not impossible. Obviously it's hard to do it for both, but it's very hard to like scale a service to it. Like at a certain point, you know? Yeah. I think I would prefer a service though. What don't kind you of have service? a service? Yeah, what we're doing is a service. Yeah. I'd prefer if it were a product, though. <laughs> I don't know. The only thing is accounting is harder for the products. Because you have to... T- inventory is just such a pain. Yeah. I mean, I just... I need to really sit down and think about what. But I've had a few a few ideas. And I'm sure, of course, we'll discuss them. Because there's so... Like, that's something I love. There's so much opportunity. Like, 2019 going into 2020, it's like... To hear people complain about shit is fucking whack because there's so much opportunity out there. There's never been a better time to be alive. Yeah. There's so much opportunity out there to just absolutely kill it and do whatever the fuck you want. You know, you've probably heard the the thing like, you know. And we live in the information age too. Yeah. Like our grandparents. You can literally learn how to do anything. Just, it's at the, you know, at your fingertips. Yeah. You can Google it. Like it's, you know. Yeah. I feel like I sound like a like a grandpa or something. It's crazy, you know. I know. Back in my day, <laughs> but it's true though, bro. Like back, our grandparents lived through the like World War Two. Like we're yeah, we have it way easier. No and problem. we're uh, you know complaining about not having enough Instagram followers. And we're complaining about. Well, we're not com- really complaining. Yeah, no, about we that. aren't. I, I've heard. You know, you hear stuff people like are that. people are worried about dumb shit. Gen Z, bro, that's what the, they're doing. Some complaining. yeah, but I also don't subscribe to the idea that, like, oh, this generation is so fucking useless. You know that. Which one? No, you know how millennials are. That's what like. Well, people believe that. Okay, it's a phenomenon. Always, in every generation. The generation that comes before always shits on the next de- uh, generation. They're like, they're so fucking lazy. Like, I had it way harder, you know. And that's that's being compounded big time. And I think that this generation is getting absolutely demolished. Like, they're just being uh, torn to shreds by preceding generations. Mm, yeah. They'd... Yeah. But, like... I think it, millennials had it pretty bad. There was a lot of millennial shit talking going on. Yeah. Not not had it bad in terms of like upbringing. Was it boomers who came, or baby boomers who came right before millennials? No, baby boomers came after World War Two. Who was the one? What was the the generation before millennials? I don't know. I'm not up to up to date on my, you know, what like just nineties. No, that, I guess those would be millennials. I think anyone who's like Gen X, Gen Y, Gen Z, no. Yeah, uh, I just know the I know I know which ones there are. I don't know the order. That's the yeah. Yeah, X, Y, Z. Yeah, all of these. I I just don't... I don't know what the order is, but... I just... I don't subscribe to that idea that, like, this generation is shit. I do think that there's a lot of entitlement, though. Yeah. Around now. And that may have been down to... Do you know the reason that I'm about to say? 
not until you, you see probably it. do. You probably do know why, like the fina- financial crash and how they rebounded after, like how the economy's been so good for the past few years. Like people are just there's so much money around that, it's just kind of creating entitlement. So you mean among like businesses the, you as mean well? Like the two thousand eight two thousand nine real estate market? Crash? Yeah, after that one, there's. We've just been on an incredible bull run for like that. So years. The, the theory is that that's why that that kids are more entitled. Or like the businesses and I'm not the sure fact that people that was, that people have in Canada. Canada has had strict regulations, so we wouldn't be feeling that here. Yeah, that so, only dude, we feel states. the repercussions of everything that happens in the states always. Right, but the Canadian mortgage market did not hit like take a huge hit the way the American one did because the subprime lending was due to. The appra- like the appraisers okay, in but the dude, states no, were no, no. lying about the valuations. They were basically getting. You're missing the point. You're missing the point. You're missing the point. I'm not talking about the actual crash. I'm following what talking about what followed it. The incredible bull run for the next like, almost decade. So, you're saying because money was good, the kids kind of became a little bit too. I think I think there is more entitlement. There is more entitlement. No, there's no question about. And that. And there's a more entitlement in business what, as what's well. What's the causation of that? There's more entitlement in business as well. Well, also parents create entitlement. That's yeah, it's also there's definitely something to be said about like you know the way you raise your children. Yeah, but I think that the amount of money in the system is like creating entitlement. The thing is, I don't think money creates entitlement. I think it's parenting, parenting, and all. Well, obviously, well, both of those. Obviously, something to be said about nature, nurture, but I think kids get parented in a way that either makes them entitled or like there's different well there's different parenting both of those compounded though are will probably create well a certain bad kind of parenting with like money certainly will not help that as far as whether the kid develops entitlement or not well it's very rare to have like these rich parents that are say entrepreneurs and they don't give their parents or they don't give their kids money right like they do do, that's that's the thing there's a lot of sure there's a lot who do that but it's but not it's about a, it's not about whether you give your kids money or not. It's about whether you make your kids work or do something for it. That's what I mean. It's the mentality you instill to, like towards your kids. But and most how people your don't kids think about money. Most don't. Most don't. You're right. You're absolutely right, and that's why there's a big wealth gap. That's, because it's, yeah. this is like a you know the the wealthy way of thinking is you know you make your kid earn for like you know everybody shits on the Koch brothers, you know, and to be fair, they do a lot of political lobbying in Washington, and they you know. They, they do. They they definitely do some stuff that's kind of questionable. Like, yes, they they push the line of like business of like where ethics should be in business. I think they uh, they push that a little bit too far. They, some of the shit like the pollution they do. I don't I don't like that at all. You know, it's not. It's just bad. But whatever. <laughs> they, that doesn't mean there's nothing that we can learn from them. And what the um yeah Charles Koch and. I, I can't remember his brother's name, but he has a, he has a brother who like, they're known as the Coke brothers, their father. He apparently when they, I, I saw an interview of his, mm-hmm. their father made them do all types of like the, you know, the dirty jobs like this, you know, the, the bitch work, you might say like Charles, like th- their father made Charles Coke work as like a janitor essentially, or like a toilet cleaner in one of his restaurants or something. Mm-hmm. You know, they like Good, he, yeah. he, he did all of that. And the whole thing was money wasn't like they had all kinds of money, but money wasn't tr- something that was taken like for granted in their family. You know, you had to earn it. And that's the whole thing. Like that kind of illustrates the point I'm trying to make. If when when people instill in their kids like coming up, 
money's not something you just get. You don't just ask for it and here's like $5,000, you know, just because I can give you 5000 It's like, you got to do this work, you know, you, you do you like... Mm-hmm. whatever it may be you know you're it, and the thing is a lot of these rich families they have the benefit of having a family company so they can assign real work and know? generational wealth as well yeah and it's like okay well we'll go work 10 hours and then you can get something then we can talk you know like you, you don't just get it because you want it you got to mm-hmm. do stuff for what you want that's the whole mindset and if, if that mindset gets passed down more you know the wealth gap it decreases but because it's not and it's that that information hasn't been transmitted like or it's it's not that it hasn't been transmitted, but the, it's so few families are actually going and teaching that to their kids, and that's why you know the the gap it stays the, the way it is, which is pretty big. Mm-hmm. The thing is, though, I there, I do have hope because we live in the information age, you know, and more of this information is available and more easily available to the upcoming generations than ever. It's a good. We went off on a super tangent. Yes. Yeah, no. One, no. No. This is so. It's, it's so kind of like about year to year things but i do think that it can be both a good and a bad thing the availability of information part of part of something part of the thing that helped me like clear my head a bit and get where i am mentally right now where i feel like in a good place is removing a good amount of information what do you mean by that like i had to remove like a bunch of like a good amount of voices in my life whether it be like i don't know like people's opinions I, I was listening to or like even people online I was subscribing to not just like subscribing on YouTube but like subscribing to their beliefs or like and I don't know just general people I knew like sometimes clearing out information helps me like not not being ignorant because that is a huge mistake I just mean like kind of filtering through the information and and clearing out just, you know, this isn't important. Like, like I don't have to worry about that right now. Um, things like that. I don't know. I found that clearing out information is also, has also been hugely helpful for me. So, yeah, I think that's a good place to end it for tonight. But, yeah, I guess we'll release this on New Year's. Um, this is the New Year's one? Yeah, it's kind of New Year's-y. We talked about the new year. Um, you know what? Yeah. Happy New Year's, guys. Don't get too drunk. Um, I'm sure by the time this releases, Jawadi will be so hungover. It'll, <laughs> it'll be out January 1st, 7 a.m. Yeah. Hungover as fuck. Oh, going into the new year. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so this is going to be January 1st or? 1st, uh, 7 a.m. 31st. No. January 1st, 7 a.m. Okay, yeah. This is, uh, you know, we got very lucky with the, the time that we s- decided to, you know, start a podcast and the time that we decided to do it twice a week and have a schedule because it landed on um, on Christmas Day so we can release, like, like Sundays and, and Wednesdays. So I guess we got lucky with the days this year. Is that worked out well? This yeah, yeah. To Christmas right Day. We're gonna be talking about the 2019 or 2019 assessment, and it lands just perfectly. Yeah. And Christmas Day as well is a Wednesday, I believe. So, we got uh, all these, all these episodes coming out yeah. right on time. Time worked out. I know it's perfect. So, uh, yeah, be safe on your New Year's. Um, yeah, I guess there's no sense in me telling you guys, you know, 
Make sure you oh, on yeah. the way home. Don't drive yourself drunk. But yeah, because you know it's January first at this point. You know they've but already they've already what's drove drunk. already happened. You know, they've they already did what done they were it. Do anyways. <laughs> yeah, if you drove drunk, just don't tell anyone and hide the body. Yeah, don't don't do it again. You know. <laughs> yeah, you know, learn your lesson this time. Um, yeah. So we'll probably both be hungover for this uh, dropping. So yeah. Um, thanks so much for listening, guys. It's very very appreciated all the support for everything um if you haven't yet make sure to rate the podcast five stars listen to any episodes you may have missed of this uh the extra time podcast and the Puckcast should be out by now so go check all of those out check out our instagrams jawadi you know what you got yeah plug. check us out on all platforms guys also dinnerparties.ca yeah, that's what i mean check that check us out there we're also on instagram too if you don't follow dinnerparties.ca give them a follow as well yeah listen to the man all right thanks so much for listening guys talk to you in a while happy new year happy new year